Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Line of Descent. With special guest, Justin Gamble. Mr. Sweeney, you come to me on the day of my daughter's birthday. And you ask me, why is Fraser in this movie? I believe in America. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you he's were going to go. He's in this movie. Because, you know. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. If an officer who like worked with you undercover uh, was, resulted in all your brothers dying. Yes. And you being in jail forever. Yes. And then talked to you in an interview room and said, hey, by the way, remember that young sister of yours? Well, we're kind of looking to adopt. Yeah. Can we? Uh... In fact, yeah, sure. Cool. <laughs> I don't need it. So, yeah, I take it. Yeah, we're not taking that kid. Yeah. Last I checked, they don't allow like us to raise kids in jail. Yeah, typically, typically, it's, typically, it's the I mean, you're, you can have a kid outside of jail, but if there's no mo- mom in the picture because she, um, like, is in a asylum, then you know, <laughs> very normal movie, very normal movie. Thank you, folks, and welcome yep. to, to <laughs> back you. to the Fraser's Edge. Thanks for listening to our episode last week on the Poison Rose. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, we did not (laughs) (laughs) the poison rose wasn't good uh well it's the second time we've had to talk about it it's it's a travolta movie with brendan in it Uh, so we've already covered it but we have to cover it again yeah the poison rose dot 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 again repoison season three is not going to have any actors that are in the poison rose yeah well we're actually doing free men the morgan freeman podcast (laughs) and then then, well what's after that what's the fourth actor that's also in uh, Famke, Famke, yes, Yans, Famke yes, men. yes, men, yes, <laughs> yes, men. What's the fifth one? Uh, who the fuck else is in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, we just watched this movie. Why yeah, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but um, oh, Robert Patrick, um, Robert Patrick, the uh, Robert Patcast, Peter Stormare. We could do Peter Stormare. What if we just only do movies? Guiding the people? guiding the storm, air, a. A. Give me storm air. So the line of descent, yes. uh, a movie that came out in the year 2019. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. <laughs> year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is directed uh, by a, and I apologize if I butcher the name, but uh, Rohit Karn Batra. Yes. Written and produced by the same fellow. Uh, cinematographer, John Stokes. Do we know John Stokes from anywhere? Do we know John Stokes? I don't know. Just I don't know. Sounds like an American name, and so my first thought is like, uh, "Have you seen the 2006 John Cena motion picture, The Marine?" Yes. Would you believe me if I said yes? Uh, then yes, he uh, he was the DP for that. Well, that kind of makes sense. It's kind of a nothing movie. Um, I have not seen The Marine. Let me save you the time. Not yeah. worth it. Not I think worth it's it. like a WWE partnership movie. It, well, it most is. certainly is. Yeah. Oh, uh, he did a TV movie in 1999 called Alien Cargo. Sounds good. I'd watch that. Um, um, yes, this yeah. this movie's directed by Rohit Karm Batra, um, who is a um, Indian filmmaker. Um, he's mostly a producer. He's produced a lot of um, small films and television programs in India. Uh, he has directed a few movies. Most of them... Um, 
smaller projects. Um, I see on his IMDb, he's got like two short films, one episode of a TV series, yeah, and then this movie. Two short films. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Here. And then in production, which is very trustworthy on IMDb, he's got like one in production and one in development right now. As does everybody on. So, I have like seven movies in production on IMDb. Well, yeah. Same here. Uh, I have a lot of myself. I'm going to start putting fake things on my IMDb and be like, in production, uh, Terminator 7, something like that. Yeah. See if people like fall for it. Deadpool 3 and a half. <laughs> I'm, I'm making Deadpool 3 simultaneous with them making Deadpool 3. I'm making yeah. Deadpool 4 simultaneous. Um, um, but yeah, this was distributed in... Uh, this was made in India. Yes. Um, it's one of those movies where it's kind of hard to come by information about it it's got a wikipedia page um, but yeah yes so um you know um batra um he designed this movie in like the style of american crime movies yeah um was his idea and it very much shows um but he tried to you know he's his exact words were to see this as an international film um, the visual energy of India is very different, so I thought, why not use that? Uh, filmmaking sometimes ends up being very local for a country the film was made for, but at the same time, we're in a very global world. So I think films should reflect this more. You know, just saying how this movie is set in India, but it's it's attempting to be a like international movie. Yeah, it's movie. a global story, you know? Yes. Um, unfortunately, that global story is not very good. Yeah, or it's very over overdone with not a lot of nuance to it. Yeah, because the, the basic idea here is this is, like, trying to be the Godfather-ish. It even has, like, the the beginning intro of, like, a birthday party yeah. that's not a wedding, but it's, like, yeah. a daughter's birthday party. Yeah. And the Godfather gets approached by dudes about whacking a dude. Yeah. It's like, you come to me on the day of my daughter's, daughter's birthday, birthday party. <laughs> yeah, that is how that starts. Yeah, it? it really does have that, like, same intro. The Godfather dies in this movie, and then there's a struggle for power. Yeah. And then it ends up with... Several the, brothers get whacked. Several brothers getting whacked with the only... Yeah. And then inexplicably, Brendan Fraser is there. Oh, yeah. Fra Fraser's in this movie. Hence why you're listening to The Fraser's Edge and why we're covering this movie. Yes. Welcome. I'm so curious about him getting involved in this movie this, yeah isn't it doesn't it seem like it seems like 2019 2020 he does a lot of like weird almost international films right because it yeah. seems like he just pops up in these random because he he after the nut job um acclaimed oscar winner um he doesn't work in a movie for five years he does tv shows like texas rising and doom patrol um, which kind of like rebuilds his stock as like people like who watch this was like, Oh look, it's Brandon Fraser. Mm -hmm. uh, so he like slowly rebuilds his stock uh, from the negatives back to, you know, kind of a, a net zero neutral. Um, and then in 2019, he gets back into movies. Uh, this starts with the poison rose, which we talked about last week um, where he's kind of like giving a fun little, you know, character actor supporting performance, yeah. which is generally the mode I like him in best. That movie wasn't very good, but I like Brendan at this stage in his career in like a character actor role. So I'm very excited for Killers of the Flower Moon because he's just like gonna be like one of the guys. Yeah, I think from what I remember what I was talking about is seeing that movie. It's not a good movie. It's not even that great of a performance, mm. but at least it's something interesting. Yeah. Which Travolta's not giving in the movie. <laughs> no. Travolta's yeah. Lion's Mane. 
<laughs> is it weird like last week when we talked about poison rose it felt like we were like talking about a new boyfriend of ours and yeah. but there's an ex-boyfriend in the in picture the that room. we have to keep trying to talk, <laughs> yeah. like not talk about <laughs> that's exactly the vibe that i got <laughs> it's very much oh yeah then travolta does this yeah anything else no i don't care but like uh, <laughs> i don't talk about him anymore. talk about him anymore no, a movie that just came out that we just saw oppenheimer is like almost every actor in that movie is like my favorite type of performance in a movie which is like they come in they are in the background for half the movie then they have one really good scene and you're like fuck yeah rami malek's in this movie and then he's like not in the rest of the movie that's my yeah. favorite type of performance where you're like in the background you're like why did they get this guy to just stand there and then you're like, then they have one great scene, and you're like, all right, here we go. That's why you got him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of mode I like Brendan in best, which he gets in The Poison Rose in a smaller extent. Yeah. And he got in some of, like, the early, like, the bad 2013 movies. Like, um, God, what are those? Well, I think he's... One thing we do have to say that kind of carries into this movie, and it'll carry into our conversation next week, is... And we've talked about the key differences with Fraser yeah. and Travolta is Fraser's learning his lesson to like yeah. take a step back, not be the leading man, be like start off like small as like supporting yeah. role. So when the movie flops, it's not all yeah, eyes on him mm-hmm. as being like, you know, the cause of it. But it's at least his way to like kind of get back into the swing of things yeah. a get little bit. Get back into swing of things. You know? Yeah. What the point of all those? Like to get back into swing of things. What's the point of all those dab push-ups? We can't lift a bloody log. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he... You know, With no survivors! <laughs> We're back. We're back. You merely adopted the dog. I do... born in it. I do want to tell the... I do want to tell the audience, like, a little bit of, like, some, like, real-life context that... So, Jeff and I have been recording a lot of our episodes, like, months in advance yes. now. So when us talking about Oppenheimer, this movie's this episode is going to come out in like what September? Uh, yeah, this episode's coming out September twenty second. So you'll have seen mm. this movie like two months ago. Yes. Um, but that being said, it is just very interesting, like having to when we think about talking about where because this is like not long ago. This is twenty nineteen. Yeah. This is only four years ago, and in less than like four years from this movie, he's going to win an Oscar for the whale. Yeah. Just, just craziest. Just kind of blows my mind a yeah. little bit that we're very close on that. Like it's a stratospheric comeback. Yeah, like because he. Oh, I won't talk about like what's coming up, but he, you know, gets back into movies with shit like this, and then suddenly he's in like auteur, 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 a canceled Batgirl movie. Oh, wait, no, not. Yep, yeah, we'll talk about. It. Um, but like he's in like suddenly all these auteurist classics. Yeah. I I just I hope that his like rise to stardom and fame isn't like built on too shaky of a foundation. Yeah, that's the only thing I worry about. Because really, like, besides, I mean, again, he's got like some like pretty good successes and things that has like bounced him back up outside of the whale. But when you t- talk about the general audience of what people are knowing his comeback for, it's just the whale. Yeah, that's what I mean. That in the way of like, if you just pick somebody from the street it's like what's fraser's comeback movie the whale yeah they're not gonna mention no like sudden moves. no sudden move or that's it <laughs> no sudden move or... that's really it because no the rest are tv move. shows and like mm. i'm kind of my hope is that he won best actor for the whale yeah and i hope he gets like good you know leading roles yeah but i kind of want to see him stick in that no sudden move killers of the flower moon world yeah which we haven't talked about those movies but and I haven't seen those movies. Right. 
But where he's just like, you know, a great side character. Yeah, he's an one. incredible side character who pops in and is always dependable and a steady hand. Mm-hmm. The William H Macy of the early two thousands. Yeah. Because yeah. like he has some, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. William uh, yeah. popping up yeah. in uh, Jurassic Park three is uh, Mr. Kirby. Yeah, um, doesn't get eaten by a dinosaur. I was about to say he did, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, he's in this movie, which is the weird thing. Yeah, because um, this movie's filmed in India, mm-hmm. um, and I can't find like exactly why he um, was in this movie. So, Brendan, if you're listening, feel free to tell us. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm assuming that the script gets written and that there is a, an American character in it. Yeah. Well, Justin and I were talking about this off mic in terms because, you know, we'll, when we talk about it in this movie and also when we talk about it next week yeah. for um, Secret of Karma is these aren't roles that he shows up for, like, one day in a yeah. room. Mm-hmm. He's got costume changes. Yeah. He's in different sets. He's yeah. in different locations. He's in like a like not like a lot of the screen no. time, but like he had at least had to give up a week of his time. He apparently worked on this for two weeks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, and so I'm the vibe I basically get is like his stock's still pretty low at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wants to get back into movies. Hollywood doesn't really want him, mm-hmm. and so to kind of like get his first you know foot in the door, it's um this you know Indian movie where they want an American character and they want the movie to have international appeal. Yeah. So you need an American star if you want, like, I mean, you shouldn't need an American star, but the common, like, you know, film industry thing is, like, you need an American star if you want international appeal. Yeah. So they're like, well, we can get Brendan Fraser for this. He's cheap. He's cheap. And he's, he's people liked him. Yeah. So you can get him and put him in. Um, And he was apparently very excited to work on this movie. He, um... The Batra said he had a lot of respect for the actors and that he had watched some of the movies that they were in, so he was familiar with them. Oh, that's cool. It's a nice guy, Fraser. It's no yeah. it's no surprise hearing stuff like that about him. So, um, yeah, he, he came in and he did oh, two weeks on this movie. Yeah, and um, that kind of tracks. Yeah, and, I'm, it, you know, it did give him a movie after five years. It gave him a movie. <laughs> yeah, it gave him a movie. It worked. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about the secret of karma next week, um, but I'm assuming that's a very similar idea. <laughs> you can't keep it in, can't you? I'm <laughs> switching it up. He's like, it will talk about secret Kermit. <laughs> that's not the secret of Kermit. Uh, the secret of Kermit. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get out there. Oh, you gotta oh, ex- explore the universe. Explore your, explore your lives. The universe. Oh, no. yes. But the, the thing about the secret of karma, there's literally no information about it online. It's a non-existent movie. I think it's just a shared pipe dream. <laughs> we all just start experiencing it. I think it's kind of like The Ring, mm. where it's you find like a videotape in like a closet, you put it in, and it turns out like it's going to kill you in seven days. I really think my life's in danger after I think watching. We're this both movie. Gonna, all going to die. I think <laughs> we're both like on the verge because like, yeah. Uh, we'll get into like what how much this movie cost and made at the end, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a whole other thing yeah. to talk about. Um, do we want to try and parse through this plot? Um, <laughs> you want to what? Try and like go through this plot. Sure. Because um, I don't know how much this can sustain like going through the plot. Mm-hmm. There's really not much plot, is there? Well, I would say watch like the first two acts of The Godfather, and then you're nearly there. <laughs> Essentially, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, um... Change the language to Hindi, and you're. We do have to give there. so much respect to Wikipedia because yeah. there is a 
truly extensive synopsis of this yes. movie on Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia, Thank you, and Wiki. the person who wrote it all down. I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to look up um, who Thank the editor. Of the, this movie has so many edits. Why the fuck are people editing this movie in 2023? There's like eight edits on this in this year. Oh, on the page? Justin, oh. what's your story about coming on with us today to talk about this movie? What's my story about this? Yeah, you picked this. You know, so the last time I was here, we were talking about Hairbrain. And an excellent movie. And it's an excellent movie. One, One of the worst best. movies we've ever and heard. And should have won an Oscar. When I, exactly. Yeah. You know? You uh, and I get it. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, it was like looking at your guys' list. You know, all the all the big ones were always taken, which hurts me because, you know, I've only only seen the big ones. So these, for this, for me, was like, oh, I've never seen that. Why not? You know, fuck it. Let, let's find this. Let me watch The Line of Descent and see if it's a good movie. Like, if it's a hidden... Because that's what, like, Blast of the Past was. Yeah. Was I was scrolling through Hulu, found it, and I was like, oh, Brendan Fraser's in this? I've never seen Fuck it. We'll watch this. And it's a great movie. Yeah. So I was hoping that this is what the continuation would be <laughs> to find, like, these little B movies that may be bad, but, like, haha bad. And now you're oh. one for two. And now I'm one for two. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be one for three, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Line of Descent's a movie that got made. Yeah, you yes. know, and respect to the people that put their effort in. They brought cameras to a place. They put people in front of those cameras and they hit the record button. I don't think Brendan in this movie did a bad job. I don't want to say he did a great job. His character's I, strange. I don't know what's with his voice. Yeah. He's like shaky. He's like, and then we are going to go buy weapons of mass destruction. His voice is weird. He's very tweaky. His char- He has like all these like bits to his character that never get elaborated upon. And at one point, it just like becomes too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, okay, so he's an Alaskan um, arms dealer who moved to America. Yeah. At a second track. Uh-huh. Or moved to India. Uh-huh. He now goes by Charu instead of Charlie. Okay. Uh, he has a shaky voice. Yeah. And then he goes to the club at night and dresses yeah. with eyeliner and a wig and like yeah. skin Party tight. Babies. Oh yeah! Like I like if any of these things were elaborated upon, like there's a character there. But it's one of my least favorite things when movies like add so many bits to a character mm-hmm. without any of them either being explained or having like a reason to exist. Yeah, because he's just wacky to be. I guess wacky. Yeah, like when you watch a like a an Al Pacino performance, he has a lot of like bits to his characters, mm-hmm. but they all either like exacerbate something that's already on the page, mm-hmm. or they have a story reason. Mm-hmm. Like when Al Pacino starts like, "Oh yeah, baby, hula," when he starts doing that, it's usually because the character is either a on cocaine, um, or b it's like just his overly masculine energy, like trying to hide like how scared he is in the scene. Mm-hmm. And this, like, I'm like, Brendan, what are you doing? You do like seven things. You know, I like to think that this movie is a continuation after the air I breathe. Mm-hmm. So after Brendan escapes fingers, yes, he becomes an arms dealer. Wait, he doesn't so die at the end of the air I breathe. Mm-mm. Fake out. It's a fake out. That's how they get you. He pretends to die, moves to India to change his name, and to follow his his mentor fingers, he becomes arms. Fingers. Whoa. It was just crazy because like when we covered the nut job, there was like a fingers prequel in there as well. I feel like all roads in Brendan Fraser's acting career leads back to fingers. 
Yeah. 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 What movie did we watch last week with fingers? Was oh, it was um, nut job. The nut job. The nut job has a character named Fingers on it. He was a gangster. Who was a gangster? Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> yes. All roads lead back to a fingers. younger gangster in the 1950s. You do the math. <laughs> Hey! We're not here to offend Italians. We're here to offend uh, everyone else. Yeah. To, <laughs> to quote my partner, Savannah, she said, this movie was like Knives Out, but not funny at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll do the clear, particular tangle web. <laughs> oh, fiddlesticks. It's, it's just like, I don't understand... Because it's, you know, they, they show Brendan in these parts where it's like, you know, do something. Just whatever you want to do, do this. And it's like, oh, yeah. cool. So drugs, guns. And then we're off with a brother. And this brother is a piece of shit. And we're off with another brother. And this brother's like, I'm trying to bring the family together. <laughs> you know, that's what Knives Out 3 should be. It should be Benoit Blanc has to solve his greatest mystery of all. What the fuck happened with Line of, <laughs> line of Descent? descent. <laughs> Goes to India, same the same character. He's like interviewing the cast and crew. He's like, "Oh, so tell me, what, what, how did this script come about?" <laughs> yeah, Benoit would be Blanc. So the movie starts at a daughter's birthday party. Yes, uh, and that's it. That's yeah, the rest. Be, that's the movie. That's pretty much the movie. It all leads uh, back. There's like the main. There's like the father, who is like yeah. the father, uh, and Barat. Barat, and he gets. I don't know. It's the Sinha family, the Sinha family, yeah. and the Sinha crime family. Yeah. So both families, two families, uh, two crimes. Two families, one crime. One crime. Yeah. One. Two families. Two, yeah. Two for one and one, two for for, one, deal. one for two. Um, but the, the family members are, there's Prithvi, who's like the- um, The young, the, the no, oldest. He's yeah. the old, He's the eldest boy. The good boy. Uh, he doesn't look like the oldest. He looks like he should you, be. The, the other guy looks like shit. So well, fuck it. Oh, the, the bad Siddharth. one? Yeah. The Siddharth. S- Siddharth looks like he should be the oldest. Yeah. Prethvi um is like the heir apparent to the to the Empire. Yeah. And then there's uh Siddharth. Siddharth, who is the middle brother. Who is uh, the chaotic evil. Yeah, who desires control of the family. He's Scar and Lion King. Yes. Yeah, Essentially, yeah actually, yeah. And then there's Siraj, who's the youngest brother, the born up. of a different mother. Yeah, he's the Jon Snow. Yeah, he's like kind of like the fuck up who the older ones are like, you gotta, you gotta get your shit together, man. Uh, kind of kid. I'm just a boy. And then, and then <laughs> Sid, or, uh, yeah, Siddharth is like, you're not a part of this family because you have a different mom. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck up. So, um... <sighs> What happens after that? So grand, <laughs> Grandpappy dies. Oh, God, you're just skipping right <laughs> just to skipping it. right to that. I mean, all that happens is we're introduced to the, the criminal family. Essentially, it's just a long game. It's just a yeah. long game of being like, here's what's going on. Here's some issues. Because I don't remember a lot with the Godfather. Like, I don't remember yeah. a lot with him doing anything. He's like kind of talking how he wants to get the family out of crime, mm-hmm. uh, which is the thing to do. Um Everybody in crime families always yeah. wants to get out of crime. He wants to get out of crime. He wants to go completely legit with their electronics division. It's very funny that this like crime family has an electronics division. That's how they launder money. Yeah, no, I know yeah. that's how they do it, but like it's it always funny. funny. It's like in The Godfather, they have like an olive oil business. Yeah. I just like that in this, it's like, no, we sell TVs. <laughs> um, and they desire... Um, 
There's a scene in the nightclub where the youngest brother brings his girlfriend and he gets like beat up by some guys. Yeah. And Did then his brother comes back and beats those guys up. Yeah. Those guys said the weirdest lines that like, beat the brother up. One of them the was lady. literally, do you know what kind of noise your ass makes when you get punched in the gut? <laughs> wow. That was the could word he said. Translation it farts. Thing? That's what it does. I mean, it could be. It could be a translation thing, but at least the subtitles said. Yeah. Because I watched it in like the original. Nobody who was making the subtitles questioned that. Nobody. Translation. Nope. They're like, just like, this works. Hey, Bob. Uh, do, is this correct? Yeah. Ah, sure. Do you know what sound your ass makes when you get punched? In the- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, like when they see him, they're like, who's that gay looking banana next to her? Yeah. <laughs> they do say that. That's their word. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the translation or whatever. But like, because oh, he said that, I'm like, wait, what? The-? I had to rewind it three times to make sure I read it right. Yeah. And then after he gets beat up, there's no explanation of what happened to the girlfriend. Just gone. Just gone. Poof. Yeah. She comes back. And boy, does she come back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then there's a scene shortly after where, like, the oldest brother, uh, uh, Prithvi. Yeah. And Siraj. So he's trying to, like, show him the ropes. And they try to, like, shake down a guy. Because they want to... They want to steal his house. Yeah. Yeah. And Siraj accidentally shoots the man <laughs> turns into this whole kerfuffle it's like oh zoinks <laughs> shit you fuck up was it i thought it was the youngest it yeah was, yeah that's what i meant it was the the oldest and the youngest are together and it's the youngest who accidentally shoots the... my favorite is the oldest is like the gun's not loaded <laughs> yeah he says like the gun's not loaded but don't make us load it and and then and the take the guy to the hospital and the next scene is them at the hospital. I just love that, you know, you're getting threatened, right? You're getting threatened by this guy to be like, you need to sign your house over. We don't want to cause any problems. This little kid points the gun at you and you're like, I'm not. No. And then he gets shot. And then this very terrifying man's like, oh, my God, are you OK? Are you OK? <laughs> I'm sorry. This was a bit. This went too far. This went far. really too far. It seems like their their racket is basically that they extort people out of their homes yeah. and sell the houses yeah. for profit. That's like their their racket. Yeah, it's a good racket. It's a fun racket. Yeah, it's made people be homeless. Um, but then um, we uh, so Barat basically um finds out that the cops are closing in on him. Yeah, and that the only way for him to you know get out of this is to leave the country. Um. And he decides, what if I do you one up and leave this planet? <laughs> <laughs> and he kills himself. And he does kill himself. Um, yeah. This uh, this like scene, he's like, I'm sorry, whatever her, your name is, and then shoots himself. Yeah. So um, then it's, the Godfather's dead. The Godfather's dead. Um, Don Corleone has been shot. Yeah. <laughs> I love see, that I'm, you I'm, don't break <laughs> eye contact with me. The entire you're just like see. <laughs> Did you notice that we all started with the graduation theme song? <laughs> <laughs> the do 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 do. That's graduating. Tune. I was just doing the. See, if I look up the score to The Godfather, I don't think you're anywhere close to what it actually is. Uh-oh. Is it really what it is? 
I've seen The Godfather one time. Same. And it was in a film class, and it was at 8 p.m. at night, so I can't. I mean, you got, like, some of the transitions there. I'd say the key signature is a little off, but, yeah. No, I I give it to you, Jeff. You you remembered it right. You remembered it right. I'll let this play for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Great. We'll get a copyright strike. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, So, one of the... No. Yeah. <laughs> He's got up to 30 seconds. No. Fair um, use copyright. So uh, it doesn't know. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds. Some 30 seconds. It doesn't know. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, we that's when we get introduced to the other character, which is Officer Ragov. Yeah. Um, who is like, he's like the main investigator yeah. for the Cinecrime family. Don't they bring him in? Yeah. They bring him in from Britain. No, he, he's brought in from somewhere else, and then there's also a guy who was brought in from Britain. Yeah, to like run the oh, undercover department. Right. Oh right, and yeah, Dan- Deputy Commissioner Daniel Bites. We've been trying to get this family for a long time. Real estate pirating. Ooh, that sounds that sounds cool. That's much better than just like shaking them down for their houses. <laughs> Real estate pirating. Real estate pirating. Hell yes, yes. What if I became like a real estate pirate? I would sign over your deed to my house. Yeah. Uh, I rent it. <laughs> I rent it. Where's the landlord? <laughs> he lives in uh, Skokie. Bro. You're brandishing scabbards and rapiers. <laughs> puts him at knife point. You tell her the air conditioning is out and we will wait here for her. Bring the man back to me by midnight. Make sure no one follows you. Ten souls. What apartments? <laughs> How much did you pay in a security deposit? <laughs> um, it's like, well, I can't give it to you for free, but maybe I can negotiate for a lower rent. I'll, uh, all right. Well, he's paying 2200 so I can do like 21 2200 I want 19 Uh, I can do 2050 Hmm. 2025 well, I think we got a good deal. All right. So you'll, you'll send the paperwork to, to, my, to, to my ship? And, to yeah. my, do you guys use pigeons, or are you guys like a crow foundation? The scenes do you need a cosigner? Yeah, yeah. Like, if your income's not that great, you should probably get a cosigner. <laughs> do, you have, do you know somebody? Well, uh, well, my lawyer from, from a while ago. <laughs> I'm just going to get this bit This going. next scene's kind of inexplicable. <laughs> your credit check came back. It's not, it's not good. Because Barat is dead. <laughs> Just gone, and the cops are like looking, and like you, I you expect that they're basically gonna go over who the three brothers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead they spend like five minutes telling Barat's entire life story. The man who is now dead. Yeah, yeah. And we're not gonna care about care about and not like basically nothing from his like life comes back. Like it's not like it's like he had a first, he had a wife, and he owned a restaurant, and then um his and he had a brother named Prithvi, and then Prithvi got sick. Um, or suffered some severe injury and to pay for his medical bills. He had to sell his restaurant to the mob, but then he never got the money. And so he turned into a mobster. His brother died. Um, he had two kids and then his wife died uh, in a fire in a fi- She lit herself on fire because she couldn't deal with how evil he had become. Yes. That was exact. And I just like, Don't I you hate it when that happens. Why do we need all this information? <laughs> when you become so evil, your wife sets herself on well, fire. It's just, it's just <laughs> interesting to me that you're br- you got scammed. Yeah. Doing the same thing you do now. And you're like this one. That's oh, for my brother right there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, it's like if you'd watch the Godfather, 
And when Don Corleone dies, like two thirds of the way through the movie, it suddenly just spent five minutes recapping the plot of The Godfather Two. I was like, this I a, thought you were about to say recapping like his entire life. Mike, that is a movie. It's The Godfather yeah, Two. But yeah. I'm saying, like, <laughs> if, like right after he dies, the movie halts in its tracks. A cop we've never met before appears, and it's just like, all right, here's the story, and you suddenly see all the De Niro scenes from Godfather Two. Right? Because doesn't the cop that they brought in tell like the youngest like this whole story or what i forgot how the the, the british cop commissioner oh, right. tells, tells the the, the new guy and like after we get this like unnecessary backstory for barat then he's like oh yeah there are three brothers uh um prithvi is probably gonna take over the family he's pretty reasonable uh siddharth's kind of crazy we don't like him uh siraj doesn't really have anything to do yeah, with this siraj. And, and i'm like okay we could have just said that. Like, <laughs> like we didn't need the backstory of the crime family. Right. Because this, this movie is an hour and 47 minutes. It's not sustainable for... Uh, Essentially, it was like, well, I know why the family's bad. They're mobs. Yeah, you know, the I mobs. Mean, you don't need to tell me. I don't need... You know, the guy's social security to figure out why he's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's, it's very... Um... <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. But the twist, though, is at this point, Privthi is actually like, I don't want to take over the business. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to run the electronic. Destroy it. I, I went to run the electronic store and sell my TVs. Yeah, because isn't it like right after their uh, their Godfather like passes, he sits everybody down and he's like, "I'm keeping everything or everything," because they do the will reading, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're like, "It all goes to Prithvi." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, cool. We're done. Yeah. We're yeah. done being bad. Yeah. TVs." Fridges, VCRs, fridges. <laughs> That's our life. Now. That's the new gold rush, folks. <laughs> out ten year outdated TVs. It's gonna be great. Baba Booey. Uh, but then of course Sid is like, "Fuck this! I want to be bad. I want to yeah. sell guns. I want to sell guns he, and kill people." Yeah, he wants to get into arms dealing, and he has like a mistress who's like kind of persuading him to do this. Yeah. Uh, this like French uh, woman who he sleeps with, who's like, you need to take over the industry, start selling the guns, and kill your brothers. She's yeah. like, huh, what if you like? <laughs> She's also killed like, your brother. You need yeah. to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be great. We could make a lot of money. You have to kill your brothers, though. Um, Can I read the next line f- direct from the Wikipedia? Yeah, uh, because I would like to describe how this happens, and you can, you guys can note why. I uh, I, I I know what yeah. you're about to read. So, um, basically, Sid sets up like a fake robbery at the. Uh, at their electronics store. <laughs> Which, um, first off, Sid sucks at parking. Yeah. He, literally, he does. He always parks like in the middle diagonal. of everything. Just diagonal. Yeah. And so Sid sets up a robbery at the store to provoke Prithvi. And when Prithvi investigates, Sid kills him. However, Prithvi survives. Fantastic. That is right off the Wikipedia. <laughs> like, he kills him. However, he survives. <laughs> like, Through right? robot technology, Prithvi comes back. <laughs> like, you can't kill someone and they survive it. <laughs> and then you would think the movie would pivot to, okay, so Prithvi's going to get revenge on his brother for the attempt on his life. Nope. No, Prithvi <laughs> just stays in like the bed for like 30 minutes, and then he gets out of bed and gets killed again. <laughs> he gets shot again, well, like, but this time he dies. Well, like, that's the thing, right? So they, they, they the robbery happens, and then they split up. Yeah. Right. And then he gets fucking Prithvi gets capped, and then Siddharth's just like, "Now the business is mine. The business is mine. You make a lot of snow. Siddharth uh, will never snow, sell the TV again." And Siraj, uh, at that point, he's like fearful for his life. So that's when he goes and seeks help from uh, another arms dealer, played by Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser, 
who well, is we think he's an arms dealer. We think he's an arms dealer, but so as of what we know in the movie, I mean, it kind of gives it away very yeah. early on. He's an undercover cop. Yeah. Uh, but he's this Brendan Fraser plays it like an American undercover cop posing as like an arms dealer. Siraj goes to him for help. He's like, listen, like if you want my help, you're going to need to sign over some of like the business or whatever. Yeah. So they come to like a sort of an arrangement. But then at that point, <laughs> so sit, I, this is my favorite scene. Siraj is back with his girlfriend who we haven't seen since like that first nightclub scene. Cause he got the shit kicked out of him. Right. So they're sitting in the car, they're talking, and Siraj is like, I'm going to work with this guy. I'm going to try to, like, get rid of Sid or whatever, and I might go to the police, or however it turns out. Yeah. And, and his girlfriend's like, yeah, I think that works for you. Gets out of the car, brains get blown out. Yes. <laughs> she right. gets shot by a sniper, which was aimed for Siraj, Siraj. Yeah. but killed his girlfriend. Yes. Uh, and so Sid, at this point, thinks that Siraj is dead. Yes. And so he's just continuing doing his own thing yeah um however siraj survives siraj getting shot somehow this guy is terrible at killing brothers somehow <laughs> siraj returned <laughs> somehow siddharth <laughs> kills siraj and siraj survives um and then the next thing that it says is uh uh sid ambushes prithi and finally kills him <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what happens is like prithi finally gets out of bed like he's been crippled for a while. He gets out of bed. Is walking with a cane. Don't they go back? They Doesn't go back go to the back convenience to the, to the store. store? Uh, but he, yeah. p- but Prithvi is wise to Siddharth, and he gets a gun and hides it in his pants. And then he goes to the store and he's getting ready to like if, Pr- if Siddharth's gonna pull some shit. And Siddharth does pull some. He pulls the lights on his French mistress there with a shotgun. Boom. <laughs> and his shot and his mistress is the one who really takes the bullets on him. Yeah, and shoots. And then S- Sid Sithi. just like Prithvi. shoots him while he's down. Yeah. So yeah, Prithi's actually dead, dead now. Yeah, it's funny. Maybe how, like, until he's supposed to be set up as like the Michael Corleone in this. Yeah, he basically has like one scene, and then he's in a bed, and then he gets shot. Basically, it's like when Michael Corleone had to go to Italy, only yeah. he never came back. Yeah. But this movie is secretly about like Siraj as the lead character. <sighs> how? <laughs> like, like that, that, that's what it kind of turns into. The young buck that gets away, you know. So the, the cops, now that Siddharth owns the business. Um, and this is when Siraj gets approached by the officer Rog, Rog, Rogov? Yeah. Yeah, Rogov. Uh, and he's like, listen, like, you've been talking to an undercover cop, and, like, we're going to put you in jail unless you help us to, like, we're going to wire you, and you're going to go and talk to Sid mm-hmm. and make him talk about all the shit he's done. So then they make an arrangement. They go to dinner. And he does his fucking nasty parking job in the middle of a goddamn street Dude, again. You know, because like, and an SUV of all things. Which, like, the first time I got it, because, like, you know, someone broke in. We don't care about parking. Right. But then he pulls up and parks like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're... And I look down the street, and there are two cars just, like, parked in front of each other. Like, regular street parking. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just an asshole. Yeah. He's just an asshole. <laughs> they were like, I want him to be a villain so badly. He's not even going to park correctly. They just missed out on, like, the mustache twirliness. That was yeah. all that was missing from this guy. So they go to dinner, and they start talking, and Sid just starts giving him all of it. He's like, you think I you think I wanted to kill all of those innocent people and burn their houses? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I think he did. Just opens it all up. He's yeah, just... and then the cops come in, and then there's a shootout, and then Sid dies. Shirai goes to prison. And then we fade to interrogation room. Officer Ragov is sitting there. They bring Siraj in, who's been in jail. He says, hi. So, yeah, your brothers are dead. And uh, you're in jail for life. 
But uh, my wife and I, we can't have kids. We're infertile. Remember that daughter from early in the movie? Siddharth's daughter. It's not Siddharth's. It's, uh, it's, it's his sister, actually. No, isn't it Siddharth's? I thought, I thought the whole... It was Siddharth's in the beginning, but I thought the whole thing was that it was like Prithi's actual daughter. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yes. They thought it's it was Siddharth's daughter, but it's Prithvi's daughter. Because Prithvi's yes. having an affair with Siddharth's wife. Wife yeah. that he doesn't care about because he's he fucking met, the French girl. Yes. Who is like descend she's like royalty oh yeah yeah she's the daughter of the the french ambassador they were just like blah 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 blah. oh yeah she's like the daughter of the ambassador what what happens here is officer ragov lays out the entire plot of the movie lays out the whole like conspiracy and it is utterly incomprehensible yeah he's like so i was brought in to investigate this family and so barat after he died prithvi set all these fail safes up and he made a deal with charlie brendan fraser to protect you which is why by having him attempt to bring you into the scheme, <laughs> but thereby protecting you from Siddharth, who is also working with Charlie to bring you into the For scheme. For a whole new but scheme. But also to shoot you. <laughs> the Prithi had set up someone else, so she, the, the, so the mistress gets killed. <laughs> it's like, wait, what is going Everybody on? Everybody essentially was like in the office yeah. just pointing a gun at each yeah. other, and yeah. they're just like... So essentially what Officer Raghav says is like, so you should be thanking me. (laughs) You're you're welcome. Give me your sister. He's like, basically every single character in this movie, it was either an undercover cop or an undercover mobster. (laughs) The reveal at the end. Which I was so confused by everything that happened. I didn't know Brendan was an undercover cop. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I didn't know about it till you guys said he's an undercover cop. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought he was just like a weird, goofy arms dealer. I was like, I'm gonna turn a new leaf. We yep. should. We did really haven't talked about Fraser's role in this movie. Yes. So like, again, he plays like as this undercover cop, or as like an arms dealer. But this arms dealer guy, like he he's like got like all these tattoos. He's always sweaty. Yes. He's very sweaty, and he's got like the shaky voice. He's what like he shaky, very mm-hmm. tweaky. Yeah. He owns a. Uh... It's like a motor, uh, automotive, yeah, automotive shop, store. Which, when they come to talk to him, just a side note, when they come to talk to him, like the third or fourth time, he's just working on a motorcycle in his office. It's on <laughs> yeah. his desk. Because <laughs> right, they were yeah. talking, and they come in, and he's like, "Oh, what? What are you I doing?" To see you and here. I'm just like, "What the fuck are you doing? Don't you frequently work on motorcycles in your office? I know I sure do. I just put it on my desk, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is a good place." To <laughs> Have you guys noticed that there, in a lot of movies, when the main character has to go like consult with like an arms dealer, it's usually uh, the front is a mechanic shop yeah sons of that's how it always is yeah i've just realized that like what was it like the um crash yeah when they're selling cars and stuff and like i know it's not an arms dealer but it's like an undercover like crime ring and it's a mechanic shop um i feel like it's an inherently kind of easy place to hide things like that and explain things mission impossible fallout or not fallout uh uh uh, rogue nation yeah because you could like cover up like you a shipment a of, of weapons as a as a too. as a like a shipment yeah. of you know tailpipes. Or it's something. just something that's always been yeah. fascinating. If ever like you watch a movie audience and they have to go consult with like a under, they're like a underground arms dealer. Watch see what where the setting takes place. It's usually a mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, but yeah, he ends the whole story being like, yeah, and all that being said, um, you have that younger girl, and we don't have a younger girl, and we would like that younger girl. So can we adopt? Please. Which is like the weirdest thing, because this cop that you've been kind of working with that you don't fully trust you is kind just of backstabbed like, you. Kind of like, yeah, your family's dead, which that sucks. 
you're in prison for like the rest of your life. Your sister, she's, you know, cuckoo. But your youngest sister, she needs a dad she and needs, a mom. She needs a dad. And we don't have kids. And I could be a dad. Which is, And then it ends. <laughs> and then it ends. <laughs> it's just like. He doesn't ever give an answer. They don't think, wait. They don't let him like nod or anything. He just like stares blankly and then it fades to black. I think they're saving up for a line of ascent, which is going to be the daughter. Ascent. That's going to be yes. the daughter growing up and being like, I want to do crime. Because we just saw the line of descent. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see the line of ascent. Fuck. And she's actually going to be a mechanic. Invisible Man Studios, call Justin Campbell right now. I'll yeah. write it. He's got a script. I've already got it. Yeah, we'll bring Fraser back. He's an Oscar winner now. Yeah. The Fraser's return. How much does this movie cost to make, Jeff? Um, so this movie's made for about five million dollars. Okay, so like you know, for like for it to even like break even, probably had to make like seven, right? Yeah, this thing is um, it's released um, simultaneously in theaters and video on demand in the U.S. in 2019 and India, and then does not get released in theaters in a major way until it's released in the United Arab Emirates in 2021. By theatrical release in the U.S., it's like one theater. So how much money does it make? It makes uh, $3,599. On a $5 million budget. Yes. Oh. At the box office. My <laughs> God. And they're letting him make another movie? Now, I can predict that this is predominantly released on video on demand, and like it's probably just like the gross from like one theater. Mm-hmm. But still, it's very funny to look at. I mean, I can tell you it's on YouTube for free. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I made a short film, and I put it into some film festivals. And a couple of those film festivals, there was like a prize for like winning the film festival. Mm-hmm. I made about a little over half of what this movie made. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have Brendan Fraser. And I didn't have Brendan Fraser in my movie. <laughs> Can we? T- my favorite scene in this movie with Brendan Fraser is when he's sitting talking to the kid in the nightclub, and he's like, "So you know, here's what's gonna happen. You know, you could get hurt. You could die." And that's not going to affect me because that's the kind of motherfucker I am. And he does like that little yeah. smile. He goes, <laughs> you know, but yeah. that smile is so good. That's why when you were like, are we still good for 10? And I just sent the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like if we could, if we could show it to you audiences, I hope that that Jeff, we got to tell Becca, that's gotta be the screen cap that we use. Yeah. For the it's gotta be that exact. Image. Yeah. It's it should be the thumbnail for this episode. Go look at oh, it. You have it. It's in, it's in the group chat. Just use that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good, such a good picture of him. It, it like, it's he kind of comes out of this movie. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking grin. I want to make that my wallpaper just because, like, if I'm ever feeling down, you just look at that and he's like, "I want to Photoshop. I want, I want to Photoshop." <laughs> like this frame, so like you can't see below like his like sternum, right? Mm-hmm. Photoshop all of his clothes off. Photoshop in the background a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a shit. Taking a shit, Taking a shit naked. <laughs> I will, however. He's taking a naked shit. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. It's like that tweet that I saw where it was like, I saw a tweet. This is maybe not the content that the audience is looking for, but there's this tweet where it was like Jack Nicholson voice. It was the type of diarrhea you had to get naked for. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, you have those morning shits yeah. where you gotta just declothe. You gotta declothe and just be in your raw it's, tribal form. Dude, I have to come. I have to wear the same thing I came into this world with because it's me versus God at that point. 
<laughs> oh my god oh, speaking of total dumpster fires uh this movie um yeah didn't make any money jeez that's a damn dude three like usually you hear like oh it failed they made like you know a million dollars yeah three grand three grand that like it's so funny what is, what do you what can you spend three grand on now yeah now a tv a nice tv a nice Better. tv you yeah. can get like a nice TV to watch yeah. Line of Duty from Cinema Electronics. What if like this was just a way for him to promote his TV business? Oh my god! He's like, guys, we're gonna film at my at my shop. It's fine. It's fine. It's gonna mm. work. Like wow. the movie didn't do well, but the sales and TVs skyrocketed. Skyrocket. They made over three million dollars. Yeah. Is this the is this the TV show stand uh shop from the movie Line of Descent? Why yes it is. And we we're should go not... find Cinema Electronics. We should take a pilgrimage. Do another like Maggie's Diner road yeah. trip. <laughs> Only this takes us to India. Mumbai. <laughs> Cinema Electronics. We're not a crime family. <laughs> this we... is a little sign anything like the cursive font. Oh my god. Uh, I think I think that's like this movie. Right? That's it. That's essentially it. That's all we gotta say. Let's get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what else. Run. <laughs> Let's run. It, like, actually, no. We should keep talking because I don't want to talk about the next movie. <laughs> this the thing is, Brendan kind of comes out of this movie unscathed. Yes, he's kind of the one part of this movie that, like, I mean, no disrespect to the other the Indian actors. Like, they all go on to work. Um, and the director seemingly has something else in the pipeline. But Maybe. in terms of like Brendan's career, he doesn't just no no one sees this in the US, so no one knows it exists. I honestly didn't know it existed till I saw it on your list. Yeah. So he just like kinda, you know, does it, makes some money, and then he comes back to the US and works on suddenly two big things. That's uh, that's the secret of karma. I mean, that's uh, the last line of the song. That movie has infected you. <laughs> you guys aren't ready for next week's episode on the secret of karma. Oh fuck! And me. with that, I'll ask you to please tune in next week for episode on for the love of the God. Secret of karma. If you're gonna listen to an episode, it's got to be next week's secret of karma. I'm that's not, that's I'm gonna be not a fight. Ready. I have I'm not ready. So much context about not the secret of karma. Ready for the secret of karma. Oh, um, so I was looking up on IMDb for any fun facts about Line of Descent, and there's only Two. Two. One is the film did not have a theatrical release in British Columbia, Canada. And then the rough for them. And the <laughs> other one is previously titled, and I think I'm going to butcher this, Yuda? Yuda. Y U D H. Sounds exciting. I wonder if that. I mean, I wonder what this movie. If this movie was released as Line of Descent Nation or worldwide or mm-hmm. it's just, um, a different name. Yeah. Anyway, that's line of descent. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No. <laughs> well, all I can say is that's the kind of motherfucker I am. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are on Spotify, Podcast, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, and Amazon, and a bunch of other fucking places. Find us on Twitter or Instagram at Trolting Pod. Trolting Podcast if you have anything to say. Find me on Twitter at FW Sweeney, uh, r slash Trolting, Reddit. Anything you guys want to plug? No, not for me. I'm good. Special thanks as Wait always. Wait a minute. Justin has a Twitch channel. Oh, I have a Twitch channel that is 25 Suit Man, same as all my other handles. Hell yeah. Uh, special thanks as always to Rebecca Johnson for the graphic design and Michael Van Bodegum Smith for the theme music that is now taking you out. Have a excellent day.